This is Amy Poehler. My new movie, Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2, is coming to theaters June 14th, and it's making me feel joy and sadness and anger. Definitely some disgust. Rose! And I think a little fear. But I'm also feeling these new emotions like anxiety, embarrassment, envy, and ennui. It's what you call the boredom. Okay, that one was weird. It's going to be the feel-everything movie of the summer. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only in theaters June 14. Get tickets now. With Cliff Dorfman and Jason Smith. It's Wednesday, May 20th. Here are your hosts, Jason Smith and Cliff Dorfman. Hey! Hey! Cliff Dorfman, how you doing? Jason Smith, welcome to a new episode of uh, Stuck at Home with us. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Stuck at Home. What is up today? How are you doing, buddy? I am doing. I am doing. I'll tell you what. I um, I had a couple things I'm on to right now before they come back and go <laughs> on to uh, they get brought up. I First of all, I did not get the date wrong as far as it's Wednesday <laughs> and, five tw- or, and, and the 20th. I got the whole month wrong. I got the whole <laughs> month wrong on my initial put, uh, put it out there. I got a, I got a nice email. Did you say month. June? Oh, April. I, I went 420. Like I just went I didn't even see. It. You went 420. I went 420. Yeah. So I get this That's really nice wanted. text message from my mom a little bit later. Goes, hey, I don't want to, I don't want to make you feel bad. <laughs> or you get any other notes. Um, you got the whole fucking month wrong. <laughs> I wish my mom. Thank you. Right. That would be so awesome if my mom wrote fucking like and with but she like and an apostrophe. No, she doesn't. Hey, listen, the fact that she she told you at least, you, I'm sure uh, I'm sure it wasn't that. I, I mean, I didn't see, but I didn't look. I had a, a very busy, very busy morning. I had to go to Ralph's, Ooh, which is uh, always a. It's interesting, you know. I'll tell you, there's there's a. I, I noticed there was like paper towels and toilet paper on the shelf. Mm-hmm. You know, like That's stacks cool. of them, like and bounty. You know, like real brands. Oh, like there was a bounty of bounty. It was a bounty of bounty, and there was a bunch of Kleenex. Like so, I noticed that. Um, I, Calabasas, I got to tell you, like I, just driving along, I see like on the way to Ralph's, it's like one in ten people are wearing masks. I'm not saying you know one way or the other, to be honest, but it's the is it the law? Is it? It's is the, it law. the law. They're all supposed to be. Everybody's quit. I, I was just talking to my buddy. Is this uh, what's going on? Is this what's the, happening? Yeah, I was talking to my buddy before this, and he was going for a jog, and he had his mask on. And he's he lives in that kind of like around the Paramount lot area, mm-hmm. um, by the you know by the yeah, by Gower Melrose. Yeah, Hollywood Hollywood Cemetery and all that stuff. Hollywood yeah. forever. And uh, he was doing a jog. He said, "Everybody's out. Nobody's wearing masks. Nobody seems to care." I think that nobody uh, gives a shit. Nobody gives what's a happening. Care. Everybody's just taking a staycation at this point. They're, uh, you know, I I feel like it's one of those things where it's kind of like. A good you know, it's spe- like speeding or anything else. Every it's illegal until something bad happens, and then they're going to speak against it. But people are just like, as long as the hospitals aren't open, you know, aren't overwhelmed, everybody's just going to kind of do their thing, which is unfortunate. But is it a good idea? No, no, it, it's absolutely I not. A good I don't idea. feel it is a good idea. No. Again, I don't, I don't really like to take sides. You know, again, I'm not even informed enough. I, I get, you know, I don't. I'll say it again. Never watch the news. So uh, seven, almost. I think it's over seven years now that yeah. I haven't watched a newscast or read a newspaper or any of that nonsense. Uh, low-level matrix shit, by the way. Just throwing that out there. So they want to end up in the Hollywood Cemetery. Listen, yeah. it's not a bad place to end up. Uh, have you ever been there? I've I've gone there to just get inspired to write. 
Yeah, I love it there. I I really really enjoy going there. We go to I go to movies there. You know, I used to go. I used to, and I planned on this summer going to the movies at the Hollywood Forever, and I've walked around it. And it's, that it's, might have still happened. Yeah, I hope yeah. so. Well, that all oh, the numbers are spiking in Central Oregon. Oh. Yeah. Well, you see, and this is because people. It's like a civil unrest thing. That's what it is, right? Is that is that the? Um, what I we're, think so. It's that that never ending and not having you know. The, Wait, uh, they're calling nine one one on people not wearing masks. Yeah, yeah. Well, is it not Nancy? Is it not wearing masks, or if they call nine one one people I, wearing masks? Because if it's people wearing masks, and that could, that must be a very busy nine one one. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, this is what I'm saying. It's a, it feels to me that it's not any more about the virus. It's about a civil unrest issue and. Uh, you know, feeling like their freedoms, civil liberties are being. Yeah. And, and I think there's, a, I, it's not wearing masks. Okay. Yes. <laughs> we thought so. Now. Otherwise, but, Hey, there's a bunch of, <laughs> you gotta, this guy's wearing a mask. You better get over here right away. Yeah. No, Nancy, the entire Google campus is <laughs> covered in mask people. Um, mask no, people. I, it, it's definitely, you know, I, I think there's a civil unrest to it, but I think, I think there's something else. I think it's ego. I think it's ego. A lot of it's ego. Especially in Southern California, a lot of liberal people here, a lot of people that are like, you know, anti-Trump and anti-whatever, and they're, you know, anti-red state stuff, and they all, you know, want to preach against certain things, but they think that they're being safe or that they're taking care of, and in their own brain, they're doing it right, everybody else is doing it wrong, and they are just being, it's just an egotistical thing. Where they well, think they're going to be, they're going to be fine, and they, they don't have to. They, they're obeying enough of the rules, and it's the other people that you have to worry about. Oh, well, you know, listen, this is not about uh, politics at all. Even though everyone, I'm sure, is making it about politics. Again, I don't know. Don't want to hear. Don't tell me. But my overall, the macro is: this is not about fucking politics. It's about health, right? So yep. either do it or don't do it, right? So there's some people in the universe, right? They can afford to just stay safe because they really don't have to leave. Right. Like myself, I don't have to get out of yep. where I am. I could order almost everything in and, mm -hmm. and thank God for that. Right. Right. But yeah. but also I give away money. I do every like, you know, I gave the guy at the um, and this is a humble brag, I guess. So anyone could just call me on it now because that's what it is. But uh, it's to bring up a larger point. Uh, I lift myself up to lift others up. So I gave the guy at the uh, at the. <laughs> You like that? You're the guy of a co-op uh, syndicate where I went to get uh, my stuff today. And I gave him a fucking $20 tip. You know, I gave the guys at uh, the restaurant by me a $20 tip, $30, whatever I can do, right? But again, there's a lot of people who cannot fucking afford to not only get stuff delivered, they can't afford to not go to work. Yep. Then there are people who are choosing to go to work to help us uh -huh. and to make sure we're okay, right? These are... Uh, these are not civil liberties. These are not freedoms. These are not politics. These are just, this is just humanity. Yeah. Anybody like, that's going to work, I love them. Anybody that's hiking around, you know, just walking around Silver Lake uh, Reservoir is uh, is somebody that I uh, This is interesting what your mom said, the Silver Lake Reservoir. That's a whole other, we could have a whole show on the reservoir over there. <laughs> uh, let, let's just say that, the, oh, so the death certificates and public health reports, they were backlogged. So we're not sure that these, that these spikes that we're seeing are actually deaths from COVID. Well, they might be deaths from COVID, but they're backlogged deaths all being reported at once. But I think it's probably a combination of the two because there's definitely reports sure. in a lot of places dropping. And okay, everybody, you know, and, and, and I, I agree to just kind of, you know, agree with your point. I think everybody that's doing it and having to go out to work and the people going and working at restaurants and even the people going out shopping to buy things, that's all part of the economic part that I have no problem with. I have a yeah, problem. With, agreed. Like I said, 
you know, people like walking without masks around the, you know, Brentwood, uh, you know, golf municipal golf course. Yeah. And that as a, as a big group, those are the people I'm like, you guys. Okay. Well, I live on the Calabasas golf course. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm probably on like the, I don't know what hole I'm on, to be honest with you. Yeah. Uh, I think I'll have to. The A-hole. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> By the way, you might not be wrong. Um, you know, I used to stand up with like my 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 uh, my master overlooks the court, you know, the backyard. So yep. I used to like stand up there and wait for someone to be swinging. I'd be like, "Fucker!" Uh. <laughs> and I was like, "No, nah, I'm not going to do that anymore. I have too many friends who love golf." Uh, but there's a reason I bring this up. They're all walking around not wearing fucking masks either. And right. Calabasas apparently, where everyone thinks they're just immune to anything. Look again, it's no judgment. It's because Jesus is protecting you out in Calabasas. Jesus, Jesus yeah, down and he 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 comes in a in a in a pastel or like earth tone robe, and he he is he just wraps over the entire Calabasas, and it makes and it wearing sick. Yeezys. <laughs> I, He's absolutely wearing Yeezys. Wears Yeezys. Jesus for sure, hundred percent. But why is this up? Okay, Yeezy, go ahead. Say anything. I just was going to say Yeezy does have an open toed sandal now. I think so. <laughs> Do they really? Yeah, I think he does. If they do, I think I need to order that. <laughs> okay, so why I why I bring this up? And we have Scott Porch coming on again. Who's one of my just? I love having Scott on. But, but why I bring this up is because of greed. Mm-hmm. This is greed. You're either you're being greedy with health, you're being greedy with money, you're being greedy during a time when we, as a race, as a human race, cannot afford to be greedy with each other. We can say that's a fair statement. I think that that is uh, okay. It's not political, right? Okay. So in that, and you, again, I just say it disclaimer. I I don't watch. I had to watch this. I had to be enlightened on this new current event thing. Here's what's happening. Podcasts, what we do, what you do very successfully what Starburns does are now front news. It's front and center news. Oh, we got front news this week. That's why I'm excited to talk to Scotty. Well, yeah, but it's not just this week. This is what is happening. Now, it is this week, but what we're seeing, what we're seeing with what happened with Joe Rogan, with this $100 million, you know, Howard Stern-esque deal, which we'll get into, and what happened with Caller Daddy, Mm -hmm. right, on Barstool, and El Presidente, and he just got on and did that podcast talking about what happened. The greed in 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 these situations, to me, it is unfathomable. So that is why I want to get into this. Now, the Joe Rogan thing, well, let's start there because that's a happy. All right. Yeah, yeah. Let's talk about it. Let's bring Scott on so we can all talk together. All right. Let's bring Scott on. You want to do a quick let's intro do for those who don't know? Because this will be Scott's first time on Stuck at Home, I believe. Will it really? I think so. You do it. I like it. All right. Do it. Go ahead. I like this. Jason's Smith. So I'm very excited to introduce to everybody who doesn't already know. Uh, he's a writer. Uh, he is a lawyer. He is a podcast producer. He is my friend a and um, a pop culture genius and um, contributor to Decider. Contributor to what? Decider, correct? To the Decider. Yes, he's a yeah. contributor to the Decider. And Playboy. He's um, written for the New York Times. Yeah, this guy he, is. Looks, this is a guy that my parents are impressed with. Yeah, he is an impressive man. His name is Scott Porch, and he's joining us now. Yeah, Scott Porch, ladies and gentlemen. What's hey, up, guys. buddy? Welcome. So who's being greedy? I've been listening, but I wanted to make sure. Are we talking about uh, We're talking about, no, 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 not not at all talking about Joe Rogan. I really, we're talking about Call of Daddy. This this will actually probably be the quickest of the two, Um, but let's get, let's get in. Let's, uh, 
Let's talk. So Joe why Rogan. don't you catch us up first? Like, what? Like, let's pretend Jason people don't know what happened. Speak to call her daddy better than I. Can, no, we're going to start with it, Joe. Yeah, Joe Rogan. Uh, I mean, at least what's been reported in the Wall Street Journal and in the Hollywood trades is he signed a license deal, meaning he's going to continue to own his show. He's going to continue to produce it the way he does now, and that show is going to be licensed to Spotify, which I believe he's still not on. I don't think he's ever been on. Uh, Spotify. And uh, so that show is going to come on to Spotify's network. And then I think on September 1st, it's going to become exclusive to Spotify. So the most popular uh, podcast in the world, the, you know, it's more popular than the New York Times, the Daily. More. What are the numbers? Give, give, do you have an idea, like a, an estimate? What What is a Joe Rogan number? Jason, can you speak to this? I don't this? know, Jason, like three to four million an episode? Yeah, it's got to be something like that. They don't, you know, one of the one of the tricks of the trade is that you never give your individual episode numbers when anybody asks or when the news asks for those numbers. It's just one of those things people tend to do. So mm -hmm. the, the, the reported number I got was 190 million overall downloads per month. Now... With the way you can kind of break that down is about... And he does multiple episodes a week, right? Right. He does five, you know, three to five wow. episodes a week for a long time. And so you can kind of look at that this way. Generally speaking, and this, this is a daily show, so it's a little tougher to gauge, but you can think about about 65% of his downloads are on new episodes with a 45% back catalog, stuff that didn't come out that month. So you can pretty much get uh, estimate that there's somewhere around 100 million to 120 million downloads of that new episodes per month divide that by however many episodes he does so you're talking a significant number of downloads every month okay but wait let me now now compare that for me to the next let's say most popular show underneath a joe rogan what are the difference in the numbers you're probably you know, you're, you're probably looking at somebody who's getting double the amount on, in general on average per episode in a daily podcast the other podcasts that hit that size are obviously news daily shows but if you talk about a weekly podcast you're looking at two to three million max okay so he's not hitting unprecedented numbers there are news oh, shows that are hitting I mean, his numbers i mean this it takes seven days to get somebody to two or three million he's kidding it every day so these are unprecedented numbers they're huge oh, yeah. numbers. he has a bigger audience than like chris hayes rachel maddow somebody like that on a daily basis Okay, so this is someone now that we're talking, the equivalent is when Stern left and went to, right? Everyone's made this, I'm assuming, right? I think Everyone's it's a very similar deal. I mean, the Howard Stern deal, when he left commercial radio to go exclusively to Sirius, it was basically, you know, pay him a lot of money. And if you want to continue to listen to his show, you have to subscribe to Sirius. So it was a kind of a right. loss lead deal for Sirius to get a whole bunch of people at one time to mm -hmm. come over to listen to that one show. And I think to that extent, this Joe Rogan deal is very similar to that. The fact that he's not on Spotify at all right now will be, you know, an, an even bigger boost uh, than, you know, what it was when like uh, The Ringer moved over to Spotify because those shows were already on Spotify and have continued to be on their other platforms. This is an exclusive deal. So when it comes over September 1st, it's mm -hmm. going to be brand new and then it's going to stop being available everywhere else. At the the whole catalog time. is coming over from episode yes. one till episode 2000 or whatever That's he's right. got, right? That's so, right. So, so now here's a question. Okay. For someone who doesn't know, Spotify, do you have to pay to join it? No. no. 
Spotify. So it's just like Apple Podcast. That's right. It's free and ad supported. And if you want it without ads and to be able to download uh, songs. Jason, can you download podcasts to your player without premium? I'm not sure about that. I think you can. I yeah, think. but you'll be able What's to download What's the purpose songs. of downloading it, though? Tell, like, I know it's a stupid question, but to, like, for, for my, you know, uh, people who don't know, like, wh- why would I want to download it? If you don't have a data plan on your mobile carrier or, or you know, if, if you're limited to, you know, one gig or two gigs a month, it's, yeah. you know, it's a lot more efficient to download your stuff and take it with you. And also, you know, if you live in New York uh-huh. and you're on the subway, you don't get you don't get Wi-Fi. So, you, you know, you need to have your stuff downloaded to be able to take it on the road. Okay. Yeah, that's so, exactly yeah. it. Somebody once taught me this um, in video games when we were talking about, like, why do we ha- still have CDs for video games? Why don't we just download all our games straight to our Xbox, get rid of the, the, the hard media? And somebody very concisely said, because you live in L.A. and you're rich, Jason. And like, I was like, I'm not rich. He's like, no, but you have access to fast Wi-Fi wherever you are. You live in an area where that's possible. You can afford cable. This is something that's very prevalent on, you know, in the coastal and the big cities. But a lot of, you know, the majority of Americans don't have that kind of Wi-Fi access. And All right. So, so we just checked my white privilege. Good. Now, <laughs> moving Spotify, on. Spotify also <laughs> limits you from playing like you can't play a whole album in order unless you're premium. It treats everything like a, you know, like a shuffle unless you're premium. So, I mean, it's fine if you just want to, you know, put on a playlist and go for a run or, you know, put on a playlist and get in your car and you're fine to listen to it all scrambled. The the free version is great for that. And the ad load's not that bad. I think you get an ad about every 30 minutes or so. Yeah. Um, but if you so want the right premium, yeah. yeah, if you want the premium to be able to play albums from beginning to end and play your lists, in order and be able to download things and be able to avoid the ads. That's what the premium is. And it's about 10, I think it's $10 a month. And I I saw a chart in uh, one of the papers today of the growth of Spotify, both Mm -hmm. ad supported and the premium and the, you know, the ad supported is more, uh, you know, than the premium, but the the curves look very similar. So I, I think the idea is that a lot of people get on listening to the ad supported and then over time they move up to premium. Right. So if you're a regular Joe Rogan listener, but that's all you listen to and use Apple Music for everything else, you could just pop on, listen to it, hear a few ads during the three hours of an episode and then pop off. So they're not going to see they're not going to necessarily, but they're going to see more traffic. And does that help Spotify? Yeah, there's there's a couple other pieces to this. Mm -hmm. uh, That's interesting. So one is Rogan still gets all his ad money right? It's not an ad deal with uh, Spotify. So it's not like Spotify just goes in and starts selling ads. It's just an exclusivity deal. So he gets all his ad money that he was already getting. And his IP. And his IP. He owns all his IP. The big win here is video. So Spotify's going back hard with video. Rogan has a huge video catalog as well on YouTube. And so this is bringing all that exclusive as well. So you won't be able to find it on YouTube or anything. I all- have to go through Spotify as the portal. Right. And so Spotify making this big play with this and also launching video at the same time. I don't think that's a um, in fact, I'm 99 percent sure based on a couple conversations I had today that that's a big player in this overall deal structure. And Spotify also bought Gimlet, recently bought The Ringer. And I think most of the originals on those shows are continuing to run. Most of the originals on those uh, two networks are continuing to run on their Mm -hmm. existing networks. But you're seeing some exclusivity. You know, The Ringer has a new show uh, that recommends 
TV shows. I think it's called TV Concierge, and it's a five-day-a-week show that runs 10 or 15 minutes an episode, and they'll talk about one new TV show in each of those episodes, mm-hmm. and that's exclusive to Spotify. So they're trying to grow it over time. The, the reason Spotify is getting into this is that music is very expensive. So about 72 to 75 cents of every dollar Spotify brings in pays right back out uh, for music licensing. Is so, that the same with Apple? I'm sure, yeah. So, at, you know, Spotify is looking at, you know, hey. Wait, wait, wait. It, what are all these musicians fucking and complaining about then? Getting well, 75 I don't cents think they dollar. get that much of it. I well, think they're not seeing a dollar from it. It's I all the record they get labels. Seven cents out of that? Oh, yeah. Jesus. Okay. That. Okay. So that's well, and that's between about. the you know that's between the artists and the labels you know for the most part. But Spotify right. is looking at this. You know, they've spent five hundred million on you know these three or four different company buys, but it's not <laughs> a lot of money. They pay out what? billions of dollars every month in music licensing. So they're looking at it like, hey, if we can get that seventy-two cents out of every dollar that we're paying back for music licensing, if we can get that down to 70 cents or 68 cents by really promoting podcasts. And so the, the, you know, 50 hours you listen to a month on Spotify, if you can shift say five or 10 hours of that from music to podcasts, then you're listening to something that's much cheaper on a, you know, on a per your total time divided by what you're listening to, you, you become a little less expensive for Spotify because they're not paying as much for the music you listen to if you're listening to something else. Right. Guess how much uh, podcast right. per listen? Well, how much? Nothing. Tell us. Nothing. No, they're not. They're not paying anything for most podcasts. That was and my the, next question. And so, fine. what are they getting? What yeah, are they getting? In other words, podcast do, networks for the most part because. What the way mm-hmm. most podcasts make their money is in the total reach of the show and selling ads based on that total reach. So, if you know if your show gets fifty thousand listens an episode and ten thousand right. listens of that is Spotify, then in a manner of speaking, twenty percent of your ad revenue is because you're on Spotify. So right, but they're not seeing anything from the ad revenue on Rogan. No. Right. So they're well, maybe now that hoping... part, Jason would know that part, but you know better than oh, I would. Not, but... They don't. It's an exclusive deal. He gets all his advertising. He gets to sell it, um, and that's the one bonus that we can actually go sell ads. Only five percent of podcasts are monetized. Like I love talking percentages today. Mm-hmm. Um, so it they, those ones can still make their deal. So it's a good deal for shows that can monetize on their own. It's because now we can make way more money than we'd get off of a Spotify deal. But yeah, he gets all his ad money. He gets all his YouTube money. He gets to keep his sales team he gets to keep his ip this is purely a distribution deal they're paying a hundred thousand dollars for him to just exclusively distribute it would make sense over time for spotify to make deals with individual podcast networks to share the revenue of for advertising that spotify would place on those shows and i think that will probably happen at some point because that's the way most other you know like pluto that's the way pluto tv works uh, you know, hmm. that's the way Hulu's ad share works. I mean, it, over time, I, I, it will make sense for Spotify, at, not just as a, a way to reduce the cost of their music licensing, but as an actual revenue stream to cut in, you know, creators on a, on a percentage of that at some point. What, what does he mean? What does Dylan mean? Long form paychecks? Yeah, make- no, 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 but I want to get it. <laughs> Oh, because long-form media. So, sorry. He, he wrote, uh, Ruben is advocating for long-form media, and so this is kind of a long-form paycheck, I think. 
Okay, I see. The long form media being him at three hours. <laughs> exactly. That's that's what we're talking. Okay, so so now this is what's so fascinating about this is because for someone like myself, I'm sure I'm not alone. I never really got what the fuck Spotify was. Like I'm on Apple. I can watch and listen. I can listen to everything on Apple. I can watch what I want to watch. I go on YouTube. And what the fuck did I need to? We lost Scott a minute. What do I need to go to? Spotify for at least now I'm starting to you know understand what they're making a play for why they're trying to get people through to this portal so they can now say we're taking away stuff from Apple this is stuff you can only get here and now what do they do how long is this deal for Joe Rogan gets to walk away with everything intact he can go back to exactly the way his life was right I'm sure this is a two three year deal at least I think the Wall Street Journal story just said multi-year I don't I don't think it specified the number of years of the the deal Apple frankly doesn't care this is not a business for apple this is something apple does as a you know a value add to iphones and and you know its ecosystem in general but apple makes no money from podcasts yeah, yeah. well and 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 to be in scott let me know if i'm wrong about this but uh-huh. spotify is still the number one music app as far as this stuff goes in the world oh yeah absolutely by far so they already have a stranglehold in music like so yeah. they beat out apple they, oh, spotify is the place me having apple music makes me uh, uh you know old yeah i do the same thing it makes us both old spotify uh, had launched spotify's always been ahead of apple music spotify uh you know launched in europe several years before it launched in the United States and Mm. had a, I want to say a 15 or 20 million subscriber lead already when Apple music launched several years ago. So Spotify's always been the leader in this area, but they don't have all the licenses, right? Like you can't get the Beatles on there, right? You can't get certain things on Spotify that you can get on Apple. Is that correct? I, I don't know. I know Apple does some exclusive concerts and it has its Beats One radio that's exclusive to Apple and it does a lot of interviews. Saint Lowe does a lot of interviews with artists that are exclusive. Yeah, but I just to mean Apple. song catalogs. I just mean titles, you know, licenses. Like for every album I want, if I go to you know, iTunes, it's there. If you go to Spotify, are there things like bands overall, you know, let's say even Capitol Records or whatever that's not it? I don't Spotify. think so. I, I mean, I, there might be a handful, but I, I don't. I haven't seen a story in quite some time about there being a disparity uh, between the catalogs. I don't, I, I, I know like, you know, ACDC had held out for a while and the, you know, the Taylor Beatles Swift had held out. Thing. Yeah. But I, I haven't heard anything like that for, for, for a while. Yeah. And I go back and forth between Spotify and Apple music and I've, I've never noticed any particular catalog disparity i don't love the interface on spotify i, I yeah. think it'll get probably better over time yeah. mm-hmm. well i'm just looking you know apple doesn't even beat pandora pandora is still a bigger uh, music platform than apple music that confuses me i don't get pandora at all it feels like everything has to be a radio station and uh, apple doesn't have an ad supported version so you know anybody with an ad supported version is going to be able to build you know a you know a, a sampler base you know, better than Apple will, where, you know, the, the, to listen to mm-hmm. anything, it's $10 a month. But again, Apple doesn't give a shit. That's the, that's the that's news right. bulletin. Apple that's- doesn't give a shit about any of this, but uh-huh. what we are seeing, and this is what I think, I don't, I, I guess they're just so big. They don't have to care, but podcasts are in the news now more than ever. They're, you know, sort of upfront at what we're talking about, how we're talking about it. And it's like when MTV changed, you know, music and add videos. That's what podcasts are doing to content. Yeah. Do we agree on that? 
Jason, talk about call your daddy. I don't know as much about that deal. I, I know they sat out for some. Well, that's what weeks. we're going to get into. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, there's two things. First up, before I get into that, just real quick to kind of tie this in. Uh, yes. I heard radio when this whole pandemic thing started um, had to reduce their staff considerably because of all this stuff. Mm-hmm. One place they didn't touch podcasts. They got rid of a lot of radio stuff, a lot of radio ad sales. What but I'm they, saying. they kept their, their podcast stuff up. It is definitely something that's converting how we're, we're consuming this content. It's giving people a little bit more of a long form kind of feel. Um, but yeah, so that's, that's, it's just incredible. So with this call me, my daddy call, is it call, call me daddy? Call me daddy. Yeah. On, on Barstool Sports. I, can, I, 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 for some reason, I've said it enough times that it doesn't sound like real world. It just sounds like gibberish. Yeah, we played that. We played that clip here about a month or, well, you know, we played the clip here uh, way back. Yeah. Yeah. In the strip club. About the butthole. Yeah. With the, with the chili. Chili uh, they, they and they ruined the lead. By the way, I, I had a whole commentary on. You know, wait, don't tell me they ate the chili first. But anyway, I digress. Those women, Sophia and Alex, mm-hmm. uh, went from talking about downloads. Right, they went from twelve thousand downloads to a million basically overnight. Yep. So they worked. They got connected with Barstool Sports, and they made a deal. So they they signed a long term multi year deal with Barstool Sports, where they got they got a salary. And then they got a bonus. Is that normal? You get a salary? I never no. heard that. Um, it can be. I mean, there's a there's a reason you do that, and it, the reason's really smart and to get into it. But basically, in exchange for the salary, they the um, Barstool got the IP. Right. That's why they got the IP. Right. Because you can, yeah. if you're going to promise Draw against commission. Yep. So you know you can oh, do okay. a couple different ways. You could do it on your own. You own it all. But they're they're in you know you're not making money or they, they wouldn't only get their ad money but they basically said we believe in you we're gonna give you I think it was like seventy five grand or fifty grand a, a year to do the podcast plus bonuses for every ten thousand downloads or whatever and then more bonuses on top of that so uh, as of right before they ended or right before they ne- renegotiated they were making about half a million each a year on the show um, right. but there were a few yeah. renegotiations I, were- I'm, I'm- I'm going to jump in here, you know, because uh, I just like to jump in. Uh, but there were, right? So there wasn't just the first one. But what you're saying is not not before the April 8th incident yeah. where they stopped completely. Yeah. Right. Their first moment where they started to, from the $50,000 where they said, let's renegotiate, they were already making a half a mil each based on their bonuses and downloads. Yep. And there's some okay. things in there to know. They, one of them might have been making half a million. One of them might be making three or 350 or 400. There was a... There's a pay discrepancy between the two. One person brought the show to the um, two bar. Thank God it's not a man and a woman this time. It's just two know, women. Right. You know, women. <laughs> guess what? It happens all over the place. There's always fucking pay discrepancies. But well, that's, a, that's a them problem, not an us problem. Yeah, that's a negotiation. Okay. But wait, but I just want to be clear about this. And, and maybe Scott or Jason, you can tell me I'm wrong because I'm going to act like the, uh, the stupid one here, uh, which isn't hard. I'm going to ask this question. These uh, people, these hosts, uh, mm-hmm. Alex and Sophia, right? Alexandra and Sophia, they were not making, when they launched the idea of Caller Daddy on Instagram, they had no deal, no money, no ad support, correct? True. Okay. So then El Presidente from Barstool goes and finds it, whatever. It's interesting how he talks about it. We'll get there. But then he puts them on the air, he gives them a support staff. Yep. And he, but he owns the IP because of this interesting thing you talked about. But then they went from making nothing, right? They were making nothing. They had no job. Mm-hmm. And their genius idea, granted, got them to make 50000 and then 10 times that within a half a year or less. Yeah, something close to that. Six months, so, eight months. 
within uh, nothing to eight months, they were making half a million dollars a year. And yet that wasn't enough. Now there's nothing wrong to get, want to get paid for what you do it. Please yep. continue. But I just wanted to. Yeah. yeah. So that, that's that. happened. Here, so then, here dog. Uh, dog here. Uh, so then basically what happened was, yeah, they renegotiated a couple times and I think at a certain point they, they talked to somebody. Um, I think probably a boyfriend or a, you know, I don't think it was a manager. Peter Nelson, was, the head of sports at HBO, HBO, very big, big, big shot kind of guy yeah. in this and, business. And so he decided he was going to start looking around for a better deal for them. Well, like, not in the, the podcast business. Sorry to interrupt, but not in the podcast. But he's a big shot in film and TV at HBO, but not podcast. This is a world he's kind of walking into. Continue. So. So they, um, so he starts looking around, so he's talking to agents and so they start going to other podcast networks and going, I think we get better, get a better deal for you guys. This is her shopping. boyfriend. This is her right? boyfriend. Right. You know? He starts dating her. He gets sprung and he's like, I'm going to run. He's mansplaining. He's like, I'm going to run. You're not making nearly enough money, babe. You got to make yep. more money. I got this. So let me get all my fucking guys in here. We're going to make yep. sure you little ladies are taken care of. All right, go on. Something to that effect. Mm-hmm. I, I, that's, it, I, I hope that's exactly what her boyfriend sounds like, because that would just be awful for In her. my mind, that's what he sounds like. <laughs> She's like, okay. Um, yeah, it's like a cross between Al Pacino and every Jewish dad I grew up with at the beach club. <laughs> well, do me a favor. Give me a tab and two uh, hot dogs, Cliffy. <laughs> you know the tab's not going to help you lose weight mr moore right <laughs> so they go out and he starts shopping it on the under people are hearing stuff they're talking about it a little bit on their podcast that they're unhappy with the money they renegotiate a couple times they've gotten their money raised to a certain amount and then recently not so recently within this year they basically stop doing the show right there's a deal on the table somewhere they stop really Yep. And that's just suddenly after weeks, every week, upload, 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 they stop three weeks dark and they have a rabid fan base, correct? Fan base. Yeah. So nobody really knows what's going on, but basically what happened is that, um, they talked to a company called the Wondery and you, everybody who's listened to a podcast heard of the Wondery because the Wondery is probably one of the biggest, you know, content makers out there at this point they made dirty john they're doing a lot of tv deals there's a guy named hernan lopez who is the head of it he used to be the head of um uh, international fox sports um, dr death is one of their shows yeah oh so uh, that's the relationship between peter nelson and this guy is uh they've done a lot of it you know he's done 24 7 peter right. blah 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 so he's got this connection with yeah. this guy and, wondry here they're sitting there they're like ah we're gonna figure this fucking thing out yeah, and, so, and 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 he's got a huge you know he's got a huge following it's a venture back firm like they're they have a tech they have a tech firm backing wondry at this point it's a huge it's a hedge fund it's a hedge fund and you know little aside hernan lopez has recently been indicted for um bribery uh, down in, um, for trying to get the rights to uh, South America football. And so he's indicted in New York right now. Uh, back fantastic. when he was at Fox Sports. Yeah. Oh, fantastic. You see, yeah. shit, shit catches up with you, man. It catches <laughs> so, up with you. People are not into the rich, you know, getting away with shit anymore. They're not, they're not happy about it. Thank goodness. You know, let I them in case shit is not going to hold. Catch me she, on something. I can't wait. She um, didn't say that, though. <laughs> um, then um, and so so yeah so they they basically had this deal and so they've basically been trying to negotiate and bad faith by not doing the show over the last little while so we well they've have, been also secretly trying to sell the show when they swore that they were not correct right, 
Right, and they right. have no rights to it. They don't even own the IP technically right now. It's not their show to sell. Um, well, right, that's where they started, right? They started with not, because they sold everything away like everyone does with their first record deal. They're like, sure, but That's I got the something. thing about a podcast like this. There is, there's really not any IP. You know, the, the, the show is whatever they do tomorrow. I mean, if there is no show if, if they stop doing it. They could call, yeah, they could call it like, uh, you know, my baby's daddy at this point. And or you're my poppy. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, look, and then people will listen to it, I guess. But, you know, there comes with it this, uh, I guess, I don't know, really, why even bother staying? Then say, fuck it, keep it. We're going to make our own thing. Yeah. So Tuesday. they want to call it Caller Daddy? Is that why? Well, they want the back catalog? I mean, and because that, you know, that stream, you, you know, it's, it's kind of like when people, like, uh, big companies buy up smaller companies on the internet. And they're not necessarily buying it for their tech. They're buying mm -hmm. it for their um, subscriber base. That show... The RSS feed is invaluable. You put anything on that show at that point, there's millions of people that are subscribed to it. That basically is a free access into everybody's home that subscribes, right? Which is what the company will probably do if, 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 if these two girls leave. They'll probably launch another show on that same feed. Okay, and you just gave us a great segue, the company, right? So uh, Barstool, El Presidente, right? David. Yeah. Uh, this guy now, he decides, well, first of all, there's something to be said. The only reason he says he's trying to keep the revenue stream at this point while they're renegotiating during COVID and secretly trying to sell the show, allegedly, is that he wants the revenue stream, any piece of that revenue stream, what you're talking about, the RSS feed, to just help pay salary at Barstool. Correct? Yep. Well, yeah. Because, he wants because all their sports-related stuff is having trouble right now because there's no sports. And what they have an alcohol deal as well? Is that Barstool? Is there? He's talking about alcohol on it, right? So I'm they. Pro, what I'm guessing he's talking about on there because he wasn't super clear, and we haven't even got to that part yet. But is uh, I have that, a reason that the alcohol sponsorships I'm sure are cross network deals. Right. So it's not like so. Basically, what it is is probably like we're going to spend five million a month on your network. You need to do this many things across all your shows. And so and they that, get a percentage of that five. Yeah. And so that what they're saying is you guys can have this, this, and this, and we'll, you know, get back into it. But, uh, but we want, we want our cut of this alcohol deal. Cause at the end right. of the day, the people that are selling this are barstool. It is the network. It is these places. So some yeah. sales guys gone in and done this deal, this huge multi deal where they're getting a cut of it, but somebody else, Sweat equity goes to the sales team over at Bar Barstool Sports. Well, that's what happens, right? Because they chose not to go sell it themselves. Right. And it, it could be said that Barstool, you know, they would not even have a successful show at all if it was not given right. that time yeah. by Barstool. Okay. So that's all done. Everyone deserves to get paid for what they deserve to get paid for. I Why I brought up the alcohol is because of what Scott had just said, which is that the show is the show, right? You could leave the show and go do your own show and you'll create a new RSS feed, right? So, you know, having the alcohol or having their IP back, you know, it didn't seem all that important. Like you said, they could just go and do another show. So why even bother lying? Why even bother with the uh, cloak and dagger at this point with Scott? I mean, with, uh, uh, sorry, Scott, with, uh, you know, with David, uh, President. What are you doing? Why are you making this? Yeah, why are you fucking the whole deal, deal up, buddy? I'm not involved. I really, <laughs> I promise I'm not involved. You'd be good in government. No, I, I <laughs> now, and Scott could tell me this, you know, and, and we've, we've done this a lot because here's the, here's the deal. Any company mm -hmm. that's going to buy it is going to require that IP and ad sales be a portion, like part of it. You can't, 
I couldn't sell a show. Like if somebody were to buy, I were to buy a show from somebody else or uh, acquire a show or that show was going to be acquired by somebody else. They would, the expectation is all the ads would be able to be transferred over all the revenue, all the ads sold. Like what happens when a, mm -hmm. a podcast goes from one ad, um, network to another is all the ads basically get canceled and then rebooked under the new agency. So, but they go back to the same people who booked the last ones. It's just the same thing. Well, it goes back to the same hosts, but the company itself doesn't get any of that revenue. So no, like, no, I get it. If it went from Wondery to Starburns and Starburns, you know, Wondery, all the ads would stop. Starburns sales team would pick up and no, they'd start selling. No. Oh, you see? No, this no. This is why people have so, Jason on the show. All the ads that um, Wondery sold, because you sell in advance. You don't sell ads on right. tomorrow's episode. You sell ads on next month or next quarter's episode. All the mm -hmm. ads that Wondery sold for next quarter would get rebooked under me. So if you say you sold, you, you, you say it's yeah. mid, mid March and yes. the whole, the whole, uh, podcast is already sold. All their ads are sold out and mm -hmm. they, they want to change agencies in the middle of that. Basically all that money that the, the, the sales team has earned hundred percent of that's going to go to the new network. That's a hell of a way to have to live on a sales team though. You never know if the podcast is just going to up and go. You're like, am I going to get all my money this, this quarter? Or? The, the cleanest that's, break for them would that's be to my go term. to something. The cleanest break for them would be to go to something besides a podcast, you know, uh, cable, you know, something on one of the streaming services or, or, or a show on a TV, you know, cable or one of these, yeah. uh, you know, even ESPN, you know, I mean, or a direct poker on there, you can have you know, them on Patreon there. direct subscription yeah. type show that yeah, you know, they could do something like that or bring their own salesperson in. But the, 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 it's that's why the term and that's why this whole thing is so important. Like, but they couldn't they, have taken the name. Right. That's the thing. And they wanted the name. Forget about yeah. the back catalog or whatever. They wanted that name. Yeah, they couldn't have taken the name. They couldn't have taken the RSS. And the truth is, if they just waited through their contract or did whatever, they would have, you know, everything would be fine. They had a three-year contract. Right. So they go through all these renegotiations. And, and at one point, here was the one mistake that I thought he, he said he stopped negotiating. So let's, before I talk about him anymore, why don't we get into the fact that he decided to say, fuck it and put his own podcast out, which is fascinating. <laughs> so, so yeah. So the next part of this story is a couple days ago on the call her daddy feed he put out an episode it's the number one episode in apple Podcasts right now i don't know what it is on spotify but that probably makes it the most popular episode of content out there right now uh he just did a whole 30 minute story on that episode that alex and sophia aren't on it at all and he just explains his side of the story it's which just is him talking insane yeah, it's it's if you have not listened to this, it's it's fascinating and it's worth getting caught up on this feud because this feud obviously launched all this. And what he starts to talk about when you hear his side, it, it, it's really, it, I, I listen. There's always a he side, the other side. You know, somewhere in the middle is the truth, right? So uh, how do you want to launch this? Because I have a hundred opinions. So you no, I, start. Well, I think that what I will say is this: like there is a very concise and clear kind of description of what's going on that he put out there into the world. He explains that story wins. Yeah. Um, and he goes out there with this whole story and, and really breaks it down from piece by piece. Now, I'll tell you this. He's not somebody that generally I'd go. I really like this guy. He's kind of a braggart. He's kind of a shit. He's kind of a dick. Oh, um, I could not agree more. I grew up with a hundred of these guys. You know who they are? Like, you see this watch? You know how much this watch is? It's a Piaget. $40,000. It's a fucking Piaget, Dorfman. You ever have a fucking Piaget? Can you even say, that's that guy. Believe me, I know that guy. So for me to even like him at all, when he boasts about being a centillionaire, it, yeah. it was in context. He had to show us he didn't give a fuck about this because he's got enough money. 
Yeah. And so he All wrote right, go on. down and, and I'll say this, like, I wouldn't have the nuts to do this. I wouldn't, you know, there's, there's so many lawyers. He must've, I mean, I have to believe that he ran this through legal at a certain point. Cause he, he put out a lot of very specific things and he said some pretty, he talked about getting give a fuck. He just said a bunch of shit. Yeah. So, so let's start talking about, you know, and breaking like, cause it was beyond fascinating. First point he brings up, uh, Scott, do you want to kind of launch into this? Why one? do you think he's doing that, Jason? Is he negotiating with them publicly? Is it? I, well, I, uh, you know, here's, well, here's what I think is happening. I think he's negotiating, but I think that um, here's what I, here's where I can get to. Cause he really breaks it down and he could go into it all and really talks about how Sophia's negotiating versus Alex. I think at this point, He's not negotiating with both of them. I don't think my call me daddy comes back with both hosts. No, I, I don't think they can, you know, uh, split the divide. I think that he's put all the pressure on Sophia, which is the person who didn't. It's Alex, you know, for all intents and purposes. Alex took the deal. Yeah. Alex, you know, like if they were both murderers, she went into the DA first and she got the sweetheart deal. And once he put a deal on the table, so that's what happened. Let me just sum this up a little and you tell me if I'm wrong. Okay. Uh, layman term. That's me in the middle. So here's what happened from my point of view, that he goes in to renegotiate. He then offers them X, Y, Z, and they come back with crazy stuff. And he just, he gets emotional. He doesn't listen to Gordon Gecko. He gets emotional. He walks away from the negotiation. He says, fuck you. And then he realizes he's got to pay salary, uh, you know, over there. And he wants this revenue stream. Plus, this is a multi-million dollar show. Like right. he's giving up millions of dollars to, give, to let this, this term collapse. Right. So he then um, decides after that, he says, all right. And they want now they want their 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 feedback. They want everything. They want everything. And basically he should go fuck himself. He gets nothing. And he made a very good point. Everything. They basically were asking him into a corner to tell them to go fuck themselves. But he was still go ahead. Oh, I'm just saying I, they were almost negotiating in bad faith. They wanted him. Yes. To say, they were waiting, Me waiting for. Him. Yes. And meanwhile, they're also. Go and he asked them. He asked them point blank several times. Are you trying to sell the show? You know, because I'm hearing you're trying to sell the show. He, they said, no, no, no. Allegedly, you know, this is what he's saying that they said, no, they're not. So they lied about trying to sell it while they're trying to sell it and negotiating in bad faith until finally. And again, they know that this is about salary getting paid to people during COVID. You're talking about millions of dollars here. So he finally goes back. He says, fuck it. I just got to get this deal done. And he offers them both. At least they wanted a million dollars a piece each guaranteed. He offers them half a million each. He says, I'll cut your, what's left on your contract is 18 months. I'll give you 12 months left. And then on top of that, after 12 months, go with God, walk away, take the IP, which you did not own previous at all. And I'll give you an up. I'll give you a piece of the alcohol. I'll give you an up on the merchandising. So in that sweetheart deal, there's millions of dollars for these hosts to partake in within months. It's not like, oh, when am I going to see it? You'll see it in a couple of months. It's yep. you're going to start seeing six figures a week. Yeah. from this kind of deal. And at this point, Alex breaks. This is what El Presidente says, is Alex breaks uh, or whatever, realizes, fuck this. I'm not doing this. And she runs to the DA and says, you know what? Uh, uh, Sophia pulled the trigger. I was just the driver. Right. I like Jason, this what's deal. The, what's the market for this? I mean, this is not Joe Rogan. I mean, this is not a hundred million dollar thing. This is somebody making a commitment, you know, maybe a three-year commitment for 10 million or something like let's, that i mean who, who's in that who's in that range let's break it down a little bit on that great i think you're talking about an anna ferris you're talking about mm -hmm. a you Dax know shepherd Dax shepherd you're even probably in that same realm as um 
you know, some of these others, even in my you quantify that realm. Sure. Like for viewers. Yeah. So if you look at it, like you're talking about the two to 3 million download range and you're talking about a very elite group of shows. There's a few news shows, a couple NPR, like serial type shows that do this, a couple Wondery shows that do this, nothing that's weekly outside of Rogue and My Favorite Murder and this and a couple others, Dax Shepard and these. So you're talking about a elite group of maybe a handful, maybe a couple dozen shows. There's not mm -hmm. very many people up at this realm. So when you and think Dax Shepard is one of them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Armchair expert, right? Armchair right. expert. Okay. Um, so if you think about this, um, and I'm giving away a little bit of podcasts so you guys know out there in the world, a podcast money off of um, based upon something called a CPM or cost per thousand. The M is Roman numerals um, for a thousand. So every show gets somewhere, you know, a show gets somewhere in the range of 15 to $25 CPM for every thousand downloads on average. And now that's an average show. That's not a unique show. That's got like a high pro, you know, like some sort of really high profile. You can get that number up to 30, 40. It was up some, some shows a couple years ago, were getting $90 per thousand downloads not happening anymore. But if you just estimated the low end, let's just call it $20 CPM for every thousand downloads. That means for every hundred thousand downloads you get, that's $2,000. That means for every million downloads, it's $20,000 per ad. So if you got $20,000 per ad at a million, 40,000 for an ad at this 2 million range is what we're talking about. And you put four ads in your episode, that's $80,000 per episode that, that, that the, that's the mid-level street value of that show. So if you, now let's let, put that into perspective, 80,000, if you do one episode a week, you've made 4 million a year. Yeah. Yep. Is that math right? That's about it. 80,000 times 52. So, yeah. Okay. Boom. Okay. Now. Did you answer the question? Did you answer Scott's question? So who's in that market yeah, right who's in now? Market? One, Wondery, Midroll. Yeah, who's buying that? Yeah, yeah. I think that's Wondery, Midroll. Um, I heard about this company that's been buying stuff, Spotify. Um, you're talking, you, you also have, you know, you have PMM. They're really not, though. I mean, Spotify's made three or four deals. And, and with the exception of Rogan, they've all been for entire networks. So, I mean, this would be a, this would be a really small deal. Well, I mean, I guess you've got like Rob Riggle's show. I mean, they've done a few smaller shows. But, I mean, Spotify hasn't done a lot of these. I mean, they're starting to. I mean, they haven't done a lot of individuals, but individual deals are coming. Um, I don't want to give too much away there either because I'm not necessarily. Oh, really? It's not necessarily for us, but there are. Uh, hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, so talking about that, Jason. Yeah. Wasn't, no, it's not us, but I do like, know that they are uh, starting. We're shopping stuff. I'm not more saying more. You said it twice. Now it's not us. Now it makes me think more and more it is. Okay. Now let's talk about this. So, so El Presidente goes on to say that he now breaks down this thing. It's, it's this guy, Peter Nelson, that got in the way and the negotiation, all this stuff comes out. And he still, during all this, he was saying to Sophia, go do your own podcast. You know, still, we'll give you another deal. We'll put it on the same RSS feed as uh, Caller Daddy. He allegedly, you know, according to his account, gave her every opportunity to stake her own claim on her own. And it was important to note also, that when he found the podcast on Instagram, he was friends with Alex, and Alex was the one doing all the editing and putting the shows together. Right? That was her expertise. So yep. in her mind, now when Alex came to him, he says, okay, you get the deal, and since you, I was giving you 100% of the IP, you can now take 75% of the IP, and we'll keep the other 25%. And what, you don't think she can go find a new host? Yeah, no, I, I mean, that's the whole thing, right? She absolutely can. And I think owning that IP, because I think you guys are right. And I think Scott's 
right on. There's there the IP is valuable because this is a type of show at this stage where it's real easy to make that jump into television, right? Like especially yes. right now. Yeah, you can see it on, like I said, it's ESPN, but it's the idea. You know, it's uh, when Spike was on. It's listen, the way things are opening up, Scott. Could you not see this somewhere real easy on a on a on a network? Oh, for sure. Yeah, I mean. I don't, I don't know the show as well as Jason does, so I don't know where, but <laughs> I, don't, I mean, yeah, uh, Pod Save Jason's America did listener. four episodes on HBO, you know, last year. Axios has a show, you know, on HBO right. now. You're seeing, you know, uh, digital brands, you know, uh, Vox uh, has a show on Netflix called Explained. I mean, you're seeing these digital brands, yep. you know, d- launching nameplates into, you know, into streaming services. Yeah, and, and for the record, I just want to call mm-hmm. this out for the record because um, it's funny, but I am not an avid listener to this show by any means, but I am obsessed with this for a very specific reason because I'm a, I'm also, I also deal with talent and I've had big shows and Dylan brought something up that I didn't really want to get into. And it's not the same thing at all, but uh, I, I'm going to put this up here. Um, the wall street journal reported on this deal. It's also talked about a very popular true crime podcast called my favorite Dur- murder, finding a big uh. deal with, uh, with scripts and stitcher. That happened to be a show that I helped launch and produce oh, and that, that, that got moved from where I am to another network. Now, those two ladies are very close friends of mine. I was very excited for them to be able to make that deal, especially at a time when we're still growing and we weren't able to contain. And as much as it hurt me to let it go, we did. But there's there's a piece of this whole story that feels very connected. But you let like a million dollars go. You didn't just like and, – and this is a testament to – I wish Star- I a million dollars I let go. I was being nice. I didn't want to just, I didn't want to say the plural. But it goes but, to the personal nature of these things. The talent yes. is the IP. Well, and that's why you're just going to say that, Scott, because Starburn's uh, uh, mandate is is that talent. I, I keep the show. We keep our IP. I could walk away with the Cliff Dorfman show with all the downloads and everything. What were we just, uh, 11 in France, by the way? And, and I could walk away tomorrow and Jason doesn't get to keep shit. And that's how he structures all his deals at Starburn. And obviously he's a guy who sticks by it, but you know, listen, people get greedy. If you left this show, you take 50% of Starburn's audio presents stuck at home. (laughs) (laughs) It would be our burns. You you can have the burn for the star. The star of the burn. (laughs) You beat me to it. But that is an important thing to note. This IP really does become everything. You're taking the chance to build it up, but we still own it. Yep. Right. Well, and you're you're going to have a guest tomorrow, George, you know, Jordan Harbinger, Jordan who's going to be very interesting to talk to about this stuff because he's in that tier, probably right below these guys, where his show is doing. You know, yeah, I would have thought he hundred, was with those guys. By the way, he's That's doing a couple of hundred thousand downloads, you know, an episode, and has been through his own sort of reboot and and you know having to you know start from scratch. So I mean, really, I, you, you're going to get a continuation, I think, this of this discussion great. tomorrow with yeah. a really with yeah. a really interesting person. I want to put and I want to put yes. one more thing in perspective, please. Average podcast, eighty five percent of podcasts don't get over a thousand downloads. Right. Most podcasts, there's a million of them. So I uh, know. Yeah. There's over a million podcasts just in um, Apple podcasts. There's probably way more than that, but most of those, so you're talking 850,000 of those don't get over a thousand downloads. Now of those only 5% of shows are big enough to monetize. That means that only 5% of shows are in that eight to 10,000 level. Right. Mm-hmm. So that's 5% of shows. Now you're talking about, you know, 50,000 shows, right? Is that the math? Right. Am I doing the math right? Um, and now 
you're talking and 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 a hit show like a bit a good size show that people are aware of and have actual social awareness is about fifty thousand. A blockbuster like a big hit is a hundred thousand. Hundred to two hundred thousand is a hit show. Three hundred and fifty is a fucking runaway. These are outliers that we're talking about right now. Huge shows. Do you hear TV in the background? Or is that just me? I can. Do you hear Probably my wife doing doing her own conference call in a, in well, a next room. By the way, your <laughs> wife sounds like an anchor woman. <laughs> she should probably think about that. I'm sure she's very successful at what she does, but also she could be an anchor woman. I was like, that's the fucking, that's TV news going on. But yeah, okay, so 50,000. Yeah, so when we start talking about the show, like Jordan Harbinger show is huge for a podcast. Like we're still getting there. We're, we're growing and we're growing all the time. And there's a few of these big, huge ones, but- we're, as a as a as a industry, we are still working in the hundreds of thousands as as kind of that number. It's kind of like with movies, like the blockbuster. At a certain point, was you know w- once upon a time when Superman got forty million dollars, that was the biggest hit right. you know ever. And but, things expand. Yeah. As a model, this is still relative. So the point is that in it's the same in in film. It's the same in TV. If we have a hundred thousand people out of the millions of people making podcasts who make up, uh, you know, a billion dollars in revenue or more, right? A year. The pod, I, something, Scott. Can you speak to this? Was there a, a, any idea of the overall and the revenue of the podcast industry a year? Oh, I think it's approaching a billion in total ad sales. I think it's supposed to reach a billion uh, in 2021. Which is an interesting thing to think about, too, because all podcasting, for the most part, is given away for free. It doesn't necessarily account for all the Patreons and all the subscription base. China has a huge, it's even got a bigger uh, revenue for podcasts than we do, but all the podcasts in China are all subscription based. So you have to pay for the podcast. So the model's real different in the United States. It doesn't sound communist. (laughs) <laughs> well, what's fucking that does not sound like communism to me. Podcasts in China, just to you know, to take a real big left turn in the at the end of the show. Yeah, the, the, the podcasts <laughs> that they listen to over there are basically how to be more American, how to look rich, how to behave rich. They're it's like they charge for education classes as a podcast. They're preparing everyone to take over here. That's what yeah, it well, is. Well, this well, is they're, all they're, they're being they're groomed. Prepared. Well, the, you know, because all this money come into China, that whole crazy rich Asians show and all these like oh, yeah. very rich people. And so a lot of like the, the common Chinese people, they want to learn how to talk like a rich person, think like a rich person. It's very Again, much this whole hashtag thing. communism question mark. Yeah. <laughs> that's all. That's all I'm, I'm asking. All right. So I want to just end on this. So we, so we feel like we. It's not going to be closure. I believe this is going to be a continuing conversation that we can be getting in and out of for a while to come. Um, Here's the thing about this particular podcast. So now it's left where he's going ahead with the deal with Alex. Right. And Sophia's out in the cold with Peter Nelson and she'll get her deal probably at Wondry. Well, that's, that's the thing. She probably, she'll get a deal somewhere. Um, If you have a chance, anybody who's listening to this, go and check out her Instagram right now. Before um, it goes away, like in two minutes, because it's on her Instagram stories. Um, but she kind of gives her side of what's going on, and she says nothing about the deal with Peter. This is all at this point. Her and Alex are completely estranged, and the fight is between those two. <laughs> yes, and and by the way, the other thing that our president they said was he's not taking sides. He's not helping Alex fight the lawsuit against Sophia. There's no. He's just like I'm just doing the fucking show, and that's that. Um, Scott, were you going to say something? Yeah, I was going to say, Jason, let's make a podcast docu series about this whole thing. I want to do two. I want to do a. I, like I want to do a one podcast on Hernan Lopez, and we could do another. We could do a, a, a Barstool Sports <laughs> series on Sophia. I, I love this, but here's the thing that I want 
everyone to walk away from thinking, this is fucking greedy by these people. It's one thing to get paid for your work and be able to, you know, profit and, and, and be able to live a lifestyle that you want to live. It's another thing to, to know we're in a pandemic and still be not... I, I dare. Listen... Here's, give your final thoughts because I'm a little emotional. I don't like talking about things that I'm emotional. Oh, no, I, I, give I, your finals. One, I want these two ladies to be super successful in their lives. And I Me hope too. They whatever they deserve. Two, either honor your deal or be upfront. If you're not happy with it, go 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 through the front door, not through the back. Because that's that's the bullshit part of this to me. And three, what he said. Um, you know, as much as I don't, I would never recommend what Peter did. Um, it's it's really fucking fun to hear and listen to. And uh I will, you'll never see that coming out. <laughs> I love my people too much, and that's not something that uh, I feel comfortable. Scott, what are your final thoughts about this? Well, I think it's going to be really interesting to watch this play out in the in the sort of landscape of a business that's growing. And, you know, one thing that hasn't really emerged yet is a platform like Patreon that's a media app. And, you know, I haven't seen really any signals that Apple's going to go that direction. We're not really seeing that Spotify mm -hmm. is going to go, you know, that direction. There's there's really not an outlet for a show with 10,000 listeners and a really dedicated, you know, core group of three or four hundred people who want to pay for that show. Okay, Scott, I got to stop you. I got to cut you off. because for that. I think that's going to happen in the marketplace at some point. Okay, because why I stopped you? A, you know, we're we're over. Which and B is because what you just said is an entire. We have to have this conversation. The last thing you just said. Yeah. Um, what's going to emerge? So let's look into that the next time. Um, Scott, thank you for coming. Today. Absolutely. Thanks Again, for having thank me. you for everything you do for us. Um, Jason, how you doing? I'm good. I love everybody, and I'll miss you guys until tomorrow. And I'm excited to have Jordan, Jordan Harbinger. Tomorrow, everybody, thank you again for another successful episode and for showing up. Stay safe. Stay strong. Right. Thanks a lot. All right. Bye, everybody. Bye, everybody. We'll see you tomorrow. Scared to step outside. I know it's rough, and sometimes it's tough to stay preoccupied. But worldwide, there's a brand new thing coming up on the scene. Collusion, stress, and all this mess. Come on, let's quarantine. Come on, quarantine. Yeah, y'all, let's quarantine. Now let's quarantine. Ooh, yeah, come on, let's quarantine.